Long time ago, I was in Burma. My friends and I were working for the local government. They were trying to buy the loyalty of tribal leaders by bribing them with precious stones. But their caravans were being raided in a forest north of Rangoon by a bandit. So we went looking for the stones. But in six months, we never met anybody who traded with them. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good spot because some men aren't looking for anything logical like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> hey, everybody! This is the Danger Hour. I'm your fancy boy host, James Danger, Jamesy Poo, or Jimmy D, if you prefer. And we are back. It is the first show of 2014. James, may I please interrupt? Well, why not? I mean, you do every other show. Why should this one be any different? James, don't be mean. It's the new year. Okay, what do you want? I just, I just had a question for you, that's all. What is your question? I'd be happy to answer it. Well, given the fact that New Year's just passed, and you're trying to be sober... Trying to be? I, I, well, I don't know. Are you still sober, James? The New Year's is a hard time to stay sober, that's all I'm saying. Well, I guess you have no faith. Ye of little faith. James, I'm just, I'm just asking. As a matter of fact, I'll have you know, sir, that I am sober. I remained sober. Look at me. <laughs> I knew you could do it, James. Oh, go fuck yourself. You you were hoping that I would crack. You know it. Just just a dad. Ah, uh, <laughs> I told you. All right, so the intro there, that was, of course, if you're a listener of the show, that was the famous Michael Kang. Michael Kang from The Dark Knight. I had to meet my quota for the new year uh, of one time. But I cannot promise you I will never do that again because I just fucking love it. I fucking love it. Okay? All right. So let's, let's move forward. James, what, what else do you want? I wasn't asked. I, was, I wasn't. What? Uh, 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 you just, you frightened me. Okay, I'm sorry. Breathe. Calm down. Breathe. Okay. What do you want to ask me? I just wasn't done asking my questions. I just wanted to know what you did for New Year's, that's all. Well, thank you for asking. I actually went to go see the comedian Bill Burr. My wife and I went, just us two, at the Wiltern in Hollywood. And this guy fucking destroyed the room. God damn, he killed. He killed. He's got a great new set. And uh, he's trying some new physical aspects to his act and uh he <laughs> he pulled it off i i left that place i'm not kidding my face was hurting and i was like lightheaded from laughing so much it was awesome then my wife and i we we ended the night by going to tacos mexico <laughs> the one that's open all night we grabbed ourselves a couple fat boy burritos went back home and watched uh a show on Netflix. That's how we 
That's how we spent our New Year's. Oh, that's that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not satisfy your needs for my New Year's evening? I just, I just thought it'd be more glamorous. That's all. Look, I had the opportunity to go to a fancy, <coughs> to go to a fancy uh, New Year's party in L.A. with the gays. That's right, your people. What are you implying, James? Oh, nothing. I had a, I had the opportunity to go to a to a gay party, but I didn't go. I decided not to surround myself in that environment because, uh, not because I'd be tempted, but just because you know, people would be, hey, take a shot, take a shot. It's like no, no, uh, I'm not drinking anymore. <laughs> I just didn't want to be in that fucking situation. So, so yeah, I prevailed. Okay, I spit in the face of of temptation. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of New Year's, the next day, I did happen to watch a little bit of the New Year's Day Parade, the Rose Parade. My wife had to work. Uh, I think I was, yeah, I was alone. The kids were at the in-laws because we went to the comedy show. So uh, I think I had a good time from what I remember. It's been a while. I think today, let me check my fancy computer here. It says the 15th. Yeah, that was 15 days ago. But that Rose Parade is fucking horrible. I said the same thing last year. This guy, Bob Eubanks, the announcer, I really hate that guy. Okay? He is like the worst commentator guy. Oh, and here comes the equestrian center. The rider's there. <laughs> Look at those horses. Wow. Hey, Diane, what do you think about those horses? Oh, they're just lovely. They're just, they're so lovely. Yeah, I think they're the finest bit of horses that I've ever seen. Actually, it's gonna bring a tear to my. I'm getting, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> All right, now back to uh, another float here, and you're watching KTLA Channel Five. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! All right, that guy is such an asshole. You can tell he's putting that phony ass voice on. His comments are horrible. Okay, and the fucking parade is horrible. Why do you guys watch this goddamn thing? Why do people? Per- Why do they go stack themselves in numbers? And on that street, whatever street they do, Colorado, uh, I work in Pasadena. I, I was working in Pasadena before that. And you just see like miles and miles of construction for these bleachers. And it's like, God damn, really? What's the point? I think for old people, it's great. Or kids, right? Nah, kids, they probably get bored. It seems boring. They're just a fucking uh, car with flowers driven by. You know, then things move up and down. Oh. And then it's a bunch of white people, old white people on horses. That's all it is. That's what the parade is. Ugh, what a mess. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand. James, it's, it's tradition and it's a spectacle. Okay. I don't want to hear from you, okay? You fit in the other demographic that would appreciate that type of thing. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. I just, I just don't get it. It's just not for me. Just leave it at that, then. It's not for you. Fine. Well, I, I'm angry, and I have to display my anger by uh, putting emphasis in my tones. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Oh, speaking of horrible announcers, did anyone watch the Golden Globes? I happen to watch the Golden Globes as well, James. Why does that not surprise me? Why do you say these things like I'm surprised? I'm not surprised. I know. 
I bet you sat there with some fat-free popcorn, right? But how, how, did, how, did, how did you know? I'm done with you. Just go sit over there in the corner. And uh, if I ever need you, which is rare, I will call you. All right? Okay, James. So, Golden Globes. The red carpet. James, I just want to, I want to say something. Fuck. All right. What? If, if you're condemning the Golden Globes, then why were you watching the red carpet event? Oh, good question. Uh, and don't say it was your wife, James. Yes, my wife. My wife. That's a lie. <laughs> I was watching NFL football. And whenever the commercials would come on, she would go, put it back on the, on, on the red carpet. Put it back. Ah! So I had to put it back. And every time, they've got these broads, right? These, these women. They're standing on the side. And uh, this, one is, this one chick is pregnant. She's got a huge fucking uh, baby bump, whatever you call it. And she's, on, she's down there talking to people. Oh, look at you. What are you wearing? Oh, you look so beautiful. What are you wearing? Oh. Ugh. Turn around. Let us see what this is It's fucking horrible. The, the the voice just goes higher and higher. And uh it, what's even worse is the is the fat chick that was up on the top. I think they stuck her on the top for a reason, but she's like, you know, her voice got even higher. Even higher than I'm going right now. <laughs> I just realized that. But she's like, ah! Oh, I couldn't understand what she was even saying. And the whole time, I'm just like, oh, my wife's going, all right, shut up. I get it. I get it. Shut up. Let me hear what they're saying. And it's like, you really give a fuck about what they're saying? Well, not really. I just want to see the dresses, but you keep making noises and you keep. Uh, uh, it's fucking torture. I'm sorry. It's torture for me. And so, you know, I'd quickly change it back, hoping the game was back on. And uh, it, it would be. And then I was saved. But anyway, uh, speaking of Golden Globes. Speaking of Golden Globes. Have you noticed that I, I pretty much found out the way you, you can win? This is how you're going to win a Golden Globe or probably even an Oscar. This is the way to win the best picture. And this is the way to win best actor. I've cracked the code. Do something that involves being gay. You will win. <laughs> because I'm, I'm fucking guaranteeing the panel, whoever picks the winners, are all gay dudes, right? So Jared Leto, uh, he won. He played a gay dude. Matthew, McC Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. He won. He played a gay dude. Michael Douglas won. He played a gay dude. Do you see a pattern? And then, uh, well, that was it this time, I think. Oh, and the show Michael Douglas was <clears throat> was on. I think it's called Under the Under the Candelabra. I think it's about uh, who's that fucking guy? Liberace, that gay dude from the from you know years ago. I don't know. I think that one, like something best, something whatever, and you know. Come on. Uh, Brokeback Mountain, I think. Didn't that shit win, win the best picture or something? That's all you got to do. You, gotta go, you just got to go gay with it. 
and you'll win. So, Lido, <laughs> you're on the right track, buddy. Uh, oh, and the last thing before I wrap up the Golden Globe nonsense. Uh, someone else won that I approve of. What's the name? Say my name. Heisenberg, you're goddamn right. That's right, Heisenberg. Brian Cranston won for uh, Breaking Bad. Fucking A, dude, that show was amazing. And, and Breaking Bad won Best Series. Well-deserved. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so sad it's off the air. I feel like starting it all over again on the Netflix. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on some other shows right now. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. When, oh, speaking of, I'll, I'll tell you about one of them real quick. The other one, I'll bring it up later when I finish it. And uh, anyways, so the night we came home from, from New Year's, we started that show called The Killing. The first episode I thought was kind of slow, but it gets better. It's pretty good. If you're, if you're like me and Breaking Bad is over, Walking Dead's on hiatus. Uh, what else? What else? What's the other one? I watched some other show. Everybody fucking, I don't know. If, if you need something to watch, try The Killing. It's got the three seasons on there. I dig it. My wife is like super hooked. And, uh, you know, it's a cool show. Danger approved. Okay, so let's, let's, still, uh, let's move on. I am still sober. I wanted to touch on that a little bit. <clears throat> and I got to tell you, I was, I was in the temptation zone. Not really. I mean, I, I quit drinking. Uh, over two months ago. And so I was just waiting for the moment where I'd be put in the situation that would that would be like a test, you know? I wasn't tested because I didn't hang out with anybody. Or if I did, you know, drinking wasn't involved. So this was like the actual time. And it started on Christmas uh, Day. I went to my wife's uncle's house. Now, they're drinkers, you know. Every time I go there, every year, there's beer, there's booze. And so I was waiting. I was like, ah, fuck, waiting for that offer. And right away, you know, you walk in the door. Hey, James, how you doing? Hey, uh, so they, yeah, there's beer in the fridge, and, you know, blah, 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 to help yourself, whatever you want. So I never grabbed one. And then Natalie's, uh, my wife's brother came over with a <laughs> case of beer. Hey, man, you want one? I was like, ah, no. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Or whatever he called me. Fag. <laughs> whatever he said. But here's where it got here's where it got fucking like I, I I was I was really torn up about this time. Her uncle, uh he's a cool dude. I like talking to the guy. He's a fucking hunter, so conversation's always interesting. So he he goes, Hey James, check this out. He pulls out this new bottle of liquor. He's like, Hey, my buddy brought this to me from some Asian country. I forgot what it was. It's either like Japan or I don't know. I'll just say it's Japan. He brought me this, uh, this, this, uh, I don't even know what it is. It doesn't say what it is. I don't know what it is. I thought, I figured I'd crack it open. You and I have a shot. I was like, fuck. This is the fucking time I was dreading. This kind of moment. Like the guy wants to have a moment with me. And I really, really wanted to. I even went to my wife and was like, oh, he's man. He wants me to have a drink with just like a shot. I was like, what do I do? I was hoping she'd go, well, just have one, and that's it. <laughs> but that didn't happen. <laughs> you know, 
And I'm glad I didn't because uh, I gave my whole speech to you guys about uh, me changing my ways and all that stuff. And uh, But I was tempted because of, not because it was like, oh man, the liquor's calling me. It wasn't like that. It was because of the situation. The dude wanted to have a little moment, you know, he wanted to, you know, he wanted the the occasion to be a special one when he opened the bottle. He wanted to have someone else that enjoys drinking taste it with him, give him some feedback, and I just fucking denied him. And he looked kind of sad. And I felt like a dick. He's like, hey, what do you say? He's like, hey, what if I crack it open? We have a couple shots. And I was like, ah, no, thank you. Oh, really? Okay, well. But luckily, the brother stepped in. Oh, I'll take one. And it kind of saved. But, uh, you know, I felt bad. And that's what's going to kill me. That part of quitting is going to kill me. Like those little moments like that. So, uh, yeah. So that was the first time. The second time is I went to a bar to watch football like two weeks. Like, uh, I think it was last weekend. I went with a handful of friends to a bar. Most of the friends that were there didn't know I quit. So, and the, this place has like a, you know, good number of good beers on tap, right? Not some shitty ones, like the good beers, all right? <laughs> all right, the good the good ones. And so uh, <laughs> she comes around, what would you like? So like, you know, my friends are like, oh, I'll take that porter. I'll take that fucking ale. I'll take this fancy one. I'll take that one. And it comes to me, I'll take a Coke. <laughs> no, I'll take it back. I go, do you have any root beer? And they all look at me. And she's like, no, we have, this is a real fucking bar, all right, real beer bar. Uh, You know, they have liquor too, but I mean, you know, there's no fucking sodas. (laughs) We have Coke and Diet Coke, that's it. It's like, great, you know, or Sprite. And it's just to mix with the booze they have, if uh, if someone would want to. They don't have any, like, juices or anything like that. It's just Coke or Diet Coke or Sprite. it's like, I'll take a Coke. Then she walks away, and they're like, what the fuck, man? And then I tell him, and it's like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, a couple guys try to get me to drink, and then I told them that, ah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So they were cool with it afterwards, but this my, my one buddy was just fucking with me. Like, yeah, you're going to drink again. You're going to crack someday. It's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It was hard seeing those, those fucking, you know, I love those porters. Seeing them being uh, brought to the table and they're all frothy and spilling over the fucking glass and it's a chilled glass. It's like, oh man. Just like, oh, that looks pretty fucking good. But still, I wasn't really tempted. But really what I want to get to is being around drunks or not, I mean drunk people and watching their state slowly transgress. Is that the word? I'm trying. To, I'm trying to sound smart. Transgress is that? A, is that how it goes? <laughs> progress. <laughs> seeing their situation progress. Yeah, seeing that seeing them get sl- uh, slowly intoxicated, slowly but surely. It's like fuck. I just felt like I like I had like a you know an ace up my sleeve. Like wow. I uh, you know I got one up on everybody because I'm just watching everyone, and and you know it was actually entertaining to be sober. I've never actually been hanging out with friends like that and not drank never since i was 17 16 17 uh, whatever 
Take it back. Yeah, about 17. I I haven't done it. I've always, every time we're hanging out with friends and you're going out to like a, well, of course, going to a bar, you're going to be drinking. That was the very first time I've hung around with a group of friends and they're drinking and I wasn't. It was crazy. But yeah, I'm watching that and this guy's coming over. He's like, yeah, man, 49ers, bro. He's trying to high five everybody. And it's like, God, this guy looks like a fucking idiot. Is that how I looked? Is that how I sounded? And it's like, of course. <laughs> of course it was. And then I kind of felt dirty. Like, oh, man, that's, what, that's the guy I was. Now, that was me. And I mean, I've already told you about my situations that I regret. So, yeah. I liked, uh, I liked staying in the driver's seat on this one. Keeping my wits about me. And I loved the fact, and I had Gas Boy with me. Uh, I drove. I love the fact, you know, he drank, whatever, dude. I'm like, you know, I'm driving, fucking go crazy. And uh, I love the fact that I walked out of that place and I had, I had nothing to worry about. It's like, yeah, I'm good. And I felt great walking out. So it, it really taught something. About, it, ta- it taught me something. It taught me also that I could hang out with, with other people. They're drinking and I could still have a great time. That's what I was worried about. Am I gonna enjoy myself? Like I had like this the fucking fear because I literally have never hung out like with fucking friends and not been drinking. If it's like a little event like that, like a hangout. You know, it's always, you know, someone always brings a 12 pack or two, three, whatever. So uh that was a legitimate, uh, I wouldn't say fear, a mm, little bit. I was just worried if it, if I can pull it off. And uh my point is, dude, if you're worried about that, you probably don't got anything to worry about. Because I still had a blast. I uh, still had fun with them. Still had a good conversation. And I'm just, I'm going to be okay. It's going to, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Look at that. And speaking of that, it's time for This Week in Root Beer. <laughs> Tonight, I am uh, nearly complete, completing my stupid root beer variety pack tonight's root beer is sioux city root beer and i have to tell you i finally have a good one in this pack this is a good root beer it's not bad it's got a fancy old-timey cowboy on the front that's a good sign he's even got a pistol in his his lap oh it's a sheriff so there you go if you got an old-timey sheriff on your label it's got to be goddamn good if you ask me I actually had one of these Sioux Cities. I uh, had a sarsaparilla. I think that's just a root beer, to be honest with you. I think I remember that. I had it uh, when I went apple picking. <laughs> James, can I say something? Okay, fucking it. Uh, yeah, sure. James, you went apple picking? That's kind of gay. <laughs> just go sit down. You had your laugh. It was for my mother-in-law's birthday. It doesn't matter, James. You're right. <laughs> You're actually right. But it was an old-timey town, and I had a sarsaparilla, Sioux City, and based on that and this one, I just got to end it with. Uh, Sioux City makes a good product. Check them out. Let's see if it has any fancy writing on this thing. Uh, No, it does not. So, there you go. 
That was This Week in Root Beer. We finally got one, ladies and gentlemen. We, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. We finally got a good root beer. Sioux City. But I still, I still think A&W beats it. Hands down. I like uh, high fructose corn syrup. It turns out not real sugar. Okay, I'm going to get into a segment coming up next. But first, I'd like to play a song for you really quick. Not the whole thing. Just a little section. Because I was uh, putting this show outline together today. Just putting a little bit of a few ideas down. Then I had the shuffle on my iTunes. And this song came up. And I hadn't heard it for a while. But it just emphasizes love. And, you know, being with that special woman. I just wanted to play a little bit of it for you right now. So check it out. Sucking on my titties like you want to be calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Fuck the pain away. 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 Oh, that was just lovely. That was lovely. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty badass. You have to admit it. That song always reminds me of my buddy Eddie Gears, who's been on the show. And you got to love Eddie Gears. So you got to love that song. You got to love Eddie Gears. It's extra. It's double the dose of love, everybody. All right. And now it's time for danger updates. Okay. This is coming from the Christmas show. That's right. I got two updates, and they were from a listener who also happens to be my cousin <laughs> named Chuby. Shout out to Chuby. Uh, she's also a Danger alumni, which means she gets free drinks for life in any bar she goes to. But uh, here's what she tells me. This is in regards to, I was talking about the Virgin Mary and how it was unclear to me about how the whole thing worked out. Was she married? Was she not? Because if she was married, then why is she a virgin? Uh, you know, it was probably the dude that was giving her the eyes down at the Bethlehem Inn. Or what is it? The Bethlehem Tavern? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was his name? Fucking uh, Bartholomew or something? Or Jerusalem? <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> what the hell was his name? What'd I call him? Jebediah. It's Jebediah down there at the... <laughs> old Jebediah. Down there at the Bethlehem Tavern. Giving a Mary the old eye over there. You got a real pretty mouth. So, <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't really sure about the whole thing. It was like, nah, I bet you she just had her way with old Jebediah. And then it's like, oh, uh, Joseph, look, God gave me a baby. <laughs> it's a miracle. And he's like, no, nah, what the fuck? What's going on? What's, why is it, why is it like Seinfeld? What's going on here? Immaculate what? So, uh, so yeah, uh, she tells me, I uh, just listened to your special holiday edition and I'm disappointed. Oh, that's something different. Uh, let's see. She's always disappointed, it turns out. No, I'm just kidding. Here he goes. Uh, you were confused about Mary and Joseph. Mary was probably about 12 years old when she was betrothed to Joseph. Those were different times, people. Different times. 
which betrothed to Joseph, which means that they were in the first stage of a Jewish marriage. Uh, okay, an angel named Gabriel came to visit her and told her that she was going to be carrying a child, the son of God, and would name him Jesus. The angel also appeared to Joseph and told him to not be afraid. Yeah. Yeah, the, the angel had to go to see him, huh? so he wouldn't be like, It was probably Jebediah down at the fucking Bethlehem Tavern. That son of a bitch. So, uh, the, yeah, the angel's like, hey, listen, dude. Tough break, but uh, <laughs> you're going to have uh, God's baby. I know. I know you didn't get the fucker yet, but that's kind of like important. It's kind of a big deal. All right. I'm sorry, but look at my majestic wings and uh, see, you, see you around. So, and then she says, and then Mary would be pregnant with the son of God. The angel told him he was to marry Mary and that Mary would be pregnant with the son of God. Oh, I just read the same thing. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever just start reading the same line? Once you, anyways, the angel told him that he, he, uh, Jesus Christ, told him that he would to marry Mary. Now the oh, now the wise men didn't bear gifts of gold, myrrh, and frankincense until about thirty to forty days after the birth of Jesus. Now this is based on what I learned in catechism and from my dad. Hope that clears some things up. All right, there you have it. But there's more because I have some follow-up questions. Uh, <clears throat> she got pregnant during the betrothal period. In Jewish marital customs, there are two acts of becoming married. The first part is a interpersonal status change, and the second part is the legal aspect, which is the actual marriage ceremony. Now, that sounds a lot like being engaged and then being married. So I'm guessing they were engaged, you know, so to speak, and still no sexy time because they're good, honest people, God-fearing people. And so, okay, but technically they weren't married, were they? Jesus was a bastard child! <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, according to the Jewish custom in those times, a girl usually would be betrothed at around 12 years old. She most likely gave birth at the age of 13. Oh, boy. Mary did not have any more children after Jesus. That, to me, is a slap in the face. Why? Why is that? Because this is God like, well, once uh, Jesus came out of this pussy, nothing else may leave. <laughs> nothing can compare. It must not house any more bastard children. I mean... Children from anybody. Sorry, Joseph. So this guy really got fucked over. Let me finish this real quick. Uh, oh, she says <laughs> she, di she didn't have an affair with the dude in Bethlehem because Bethlehem is where Jesus was born. Mary and Joseph were traveling to Bethlehem because Joseph needed to pay taxes. Mary is actually from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus is also known as Jesus of Nazareth because that is where Mary is from. Uh, years of Catholicism put to use. <laughs> so thank you, Chuby, for doing... Well, you didn't do any, do any research. You just aided uh, in my stupidity and you helped me with some information that I was not going to look up myself. So thank you, Chuby. Now, uh, what I was going to say is Joseph really got fucked over in this one. Because not only 
did someone bang his, his wife before he got married to her, you know? But it was just conception. Nothing happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why would he skip the fun part? Uh, not only did he get damaged goods, you know, she already came knocked up with another dude's baby. He also never got to have a kid of his own and keep his name living on. So he's dead. His <laughs> his family name is dead with him. And uh, he also had to pay taxes. What? I would have been like, hey, look, if this is going to happen, at least pay my taxes. All right, God? Give me a give me a break here. The dude got screwed over big time. I don't envy him. Well, but he also did get to maybe he didn't want kids. Nah, you wanted kids back then, so he had to work in his own fields or do whatever the fuck he did. He didn't have any boys to uh, carry the workload for him. Wow, he really got screwed. I don't like that story anymore. I like my version. She screwed Jebediah at the Bethlehem Tavern and just lied to Joseph about uh, about God knocking her up. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. <laughs> All right, and the other thing, the other danger update is Chuby was also disappointed when I was talking about my Santa Claus story. I cracked the code on Santa Claus. You know, if you want to hear that, just go listen to that fucking episode. So I cracked the Santa Claus... Uh, I de- I debunked it, the legend. Now she was upset. I didn't I didn't uh, include Krampus. Yes, Krampus. So uh, there's a picture of this pretty de- demonic looking creature. <laughs> it says Krampus. I gotta I gotta give you like a kind of like a creepy reading voice on this one. Krampus isn't exactly the stuff of dreams. Bearing horns, dark hair, and fangs, the anti-Saint Nicholas comes with a chain and bells that he lashes about, along with a bundle of birch sticks meant to swat naughty children. He then hauls the bad kids down to the underworld. (laughs) Krampus, whose name is derived from the German word Krampen. Of course. Germans, meaning claw, is said to be the son of what? Hell in Norse mythology. Hell? The legendary beast also shares characteristics with other scary demonic creatures in Greek mythology, including satyrs and fauns. Uh, let's see. Krampus was created as a counterpart to kindly St. Nicholas, who rewarded children with sweets. Krampus, in contrast, would swat wicked children and take them away to his lair. (laughs) According to folklore, Krampus purportedly shows up in towns the night before December 6th, known as Krampus Snatched. Or Krampus Night. December 6th also happened... Uh, Who cares about that? Uh... So yeah, this evil-looking fawn. Think of uh, Pan's Labyrinth, but uglier. Have you seen that movie? That's a great fucking movie. Please watch it. Uh, there's gonna be subtitles unless you know, unless you know Spanish. And I'm talking about the Spanish from Spain, not Mexico. 
It's very proper. My buddy that knows Spanish, uh, but like a lot of slang and shit, he couldn't follow it. So, uh, yeah. Check that out. Sorry for the tangent. Anyways, so yeah, he's like an evil Santa Claus. He comes and takes kids, wicked kids, down to his lair and does who knows what with them. Are they killed? I think they're killed. I'm going to say they're killed. Why would he take them to the underworld just to bring them back, right? Seems like kind of like a waste. Just keep them there. So yeah, Chubby wanted me to incorporate that. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> I think it's a far better one. But James... Can I say something? Yes. You can go ahead and sit here next to me. You don't, you don't got to sit in the corner no more. Oh, thank you, James. What do you want to say? Why do you want the bad... What's his name? Krampus? Close enough. Why do you want... Why would you like Krampus to be involved in Christmas celebrations? Because I think it will aid in the behavior of children. The well behavior. Good behavior, whatever you want to call it. I think it'll make kids act better. Because the good Santa Claus shit, that's not working. Everyone knows, like, speaking of Catholicism, you got to strike fear into the hearts of the people. <laughs> you got to make these kids fearing for their lives to act good. All right? Because, uh, oh, oh, if I act good, some jolly fat guy is going to come to me? If I'm bad, what? Oh, he's gonna leave me a little black rock. Big deal. If they're if they're if they're told if they're bad, a fucking goat monster man is gonna come and you know slap chains on the floor, you know, and be screaming and shit, and come in and get them and and, and drag them out of their beds and take them to hell. <laughs> I think that's far more effective, if you ask me. I like it. Okay. So thank you, Chuby, for that. And that was Danger Updates. And let's get into the next thing. Hell, let's go right into this. Stranger Danger. Alright, thank you, Jim Morrison. That was wonderful. Let's go into this thing. Stranger Danger is basically, I just lumped together a few different stories that are might be strange. They may not. <laughs> just a way to link a few things that have nothing to do with each other, except the fact they might be strange or weird. So, let's see how that goes. First one, I don't know if you know, but Kate Winslet had a baby. Oh, James, that's wonderful. Ah, uh, whatever. So, the thing about this is, I was lied to by my father. James, he wouldn't do that. Yes, that's what I thought. Well, not really. You know, I, I don't know if he was joking or if someone, he heard this on, on the radio and he just, you know, it was wrong. But he's like, hey, he called me one day and we're just bullshitting. He's like, hey, did you hear that Kate Winslet had a baby? And uh, <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, you'll never guess what she named it. And I'm like, oh, I have a, I have a thought. What do you think? Is it Jack? Yeah, that's right. Ah. You know, from Titanic. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. And then she let go, that bitch. <laughs> so uh, that's what I thought it was. Turns out, you know what she named her kid? It's fucking dumb. She's, she's continuing the cycle of uh, these dumb celebrities naming their kids stupid fucking names. You know, Apple, Northwest. Stupid. 
Um, I don't know the other ones. I can't keep up with that shit. But the, her, you know what her baby's name is? Bear. Bear. Bear Winslet. But James, how come he's not named after the father? You know what the father's name is? He would have been named Bear Rock and Roll. Do you fucking believe that? I don't know who this dude is. I just saw it on the headline. But the husband's name is Ned Rock and Roll. The fuck is that? Rock and roll, all one word. Rock, the letter N, and roll. Rock and roll. God, I hate people. Bear. <laughs> Stupid. What's it going to be next? You're going to, well, I guess Gwyneth Paltrow already did it. You're just going to start naming the kid after fucking things you can see in the house? Let me look around real quick. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, my new baby. Uh, oh, there we go. My new baby is going to be called Lint. That's actually a kind of a cool name. My name's Lint. It's kind of cool. Uh, how about this? Uh, okay, let's see. Look at my mixer here. How about Knob? My name's Knob. That's right. How about uh, I got a pen here? It's got ink in it. How about Ink? That's a good name for a baby. Ink. My my test for you is the one I decided to do myself and my wife. This is how we, we ruled out baby names. The test is, can you see yourself screaming it like at the park in front of other people? That's the ultimate test. Ink! Ink, we have to go, sweetie. Knob! 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 Don't be hitting ink, knob. Lint! Lint! Pick up knob's sweater, please. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Bear! Fucking dumb. All right, that's that one. Let's go. Let's move on. Oh, boy. This is not going to be pretty. Some of you are going to get creeped out. This is a strange one. Uh, You know, have you heard that uh, statistic? I don't know what the fucking stat is. All right. Don't come here for facts and uh, information, truth and all that bullshit. Just uh, for hearsay and hopefully entertainment. You know, might not be true, but what does it matter? You'll forget about this shit the minute this thing ends. So uh, I think the statistic is you eat, I don't know, I'm not even going to guess. You eat so many spiders while you're sleeping, right? In a year's time, you eat like a handful of spiders. Ugh, that's fucking gross. Can you imagine that? Your mouth's open, the fucking thing crawls in because it's nice and warm. And then, <laughs> oh man. I wonder if like those days you wake up with extra bad breath is because of that. You just happen to swallow a spider, you know? So it gets worse, people. This dude in Australia, he wakes up, and uh, he's got a really bad earache. And he's like, what the fuck? And so uh, he knows something's wrong. He tries to, like, you know, he, tr- <laughs> he tries to see if there's something in there with a the mirror. He can't see anything. Then he gets a, a vacuum cleaner. This is not going to end well, right? Well, I guess it did because he didn't get hurt. But he tried sucking whatever he thought was in there out with a vacuum. Didn't work. Then he tried, like, you know, putting water in his ear. That didn't work. So he went to the doctor. They wind up getting some, like, forceps or whatever they'd use. And uh, they're real small ones. And they go in there and they pull out a one-inch long fucking cockroach. That just that just dug itself in, in 
<laughs> nestled himself inside this guy's ear. Ah! Ah! Gross! It's fucking gross. Uh, I mean, did this guy's... Isn't the point of having hair in all your holes... Isn't that supposed to be to keep things out of there? <laughs> That's a fucking fail right there. Anyway, I'm not going to Australia or I'm not going to sleep anytime soon. Next up, you know this fuckface Michael Bay? The guy that destroyed the Transformers and is working on uh, destroying the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as we speak? This fucking guy, he's doing some kind of like presentation. Or, you know, this other guy is. And they go... Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome director Michael Bay. And he comes out. Oh, yeah, Michael Bay. He comes out. I think he's doing like a Samsung thing with some kind of TV. I think the TV, from if I can remember correctly, is like a, it has like a curved screen. I don't know. It's supposed to be better looking or something. So he's like going up there to talk about how he films movies and how things look and blah, blah, blah. Giving like a technical aspect on it. This fucking guy. The teleprompter stops working. And this guy's like, yeah, the way I approach directing. And then like the thing starts work, stops working. He's like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, he totally chokes. And the guy just fucking walks off the stage. He just walks off. He was out there for like, uh, you know, 20 seconds. I couldn't believe it. The guy doesn't know how to think for himself. Like he couldn't answer. He couldn't. Finish that thought about how he approaches directing a movie. <laughs> he totally was like at a loss of words. Oh, I don't know. I better leave. Yeah, he totally choked. That shit was just fucking weird to me. Please look that video up. It's just uh, awkward and, and weird. And he's even more of a douchebag now. That fucking guy. All right, next up I got here. If you didn't think dolphins were awesome already because of the fact that they masturbate, I think uh, I read that they're, I don't want to say the only other species besides us that that have sex for pleasure in their own leisure time. I think that's true. They also leisurely get high. James, how do they get high? They can't smoke pot. You know what? You got to go back in the fucking corner. I'm sorry, James. That's not the only way to get high, especially... Under the sea, there you see her, sitting there across the bay. She don't got a lot to say, but there's something about her. <laughs> something, something, do, 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 you got to kiss the girl. Sha -la -la -la. I'm sorry, I just got sucked into Little Mermaid mode. It won't happen again. Uh, basically, these dolphins, they go to pufferfish, which uh, I've talked about on the show before. Pufferfish have a deadly amount of venom, toxin, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what to call it. Uh, poison <laughs> inside them. And that's the one if you don't uh, if you don't cut it right, you know, you die. And so these fucking things know like just the amount of just the right amount of toxin to absorb into their bodies from this pufferfish to give them a fucking high. Isn't that wild? If you haven't before that knowledge thought dolphins were fucking amazing, I bet you do now. They get high and they jerk off. <laughs> I think I found my new favorite animal. 
All right, next up. Uh, well, this one really isn't uh, anything, but I just wanted to fit it in because I had something to say at the end of it. This is when I get on my soapbox here. <sighs> so there's this thing going on right now. It's a big deal. People are pissed off about this homeless guy that was killed by the cops. I think it was uh, Orange County Police. Uh, I really do not know any details of this case at all. I'm, yes, I'm that lazy and uninformed. That uh, And I didn't take the time to try to look at and, and read anything about it. But I did watch a video this morning while I was eating breakfast about the actual footage of what they did to this guy. I can't really tell what the fuck happened, why they approached him, why he was like sort of resisting, if he had a reason for that. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. But uh, apparently they just went overboard and they beat the fuck out of this guy and he wound up dying. But people are angry. They're mad at the cops. I guess enough people on the radio I've heard... And uh, just people like on the Facebooks, people are outraged about this. And mostly everyone's blaming the cops. So I guess it's something I don't know about the story that makes it obvious that they're guilty, that they did something wrong, that, that the guy was innocent, whatever. Um, but the fact of the matter is the guys got off the cops. They, they are not guilty. Case dismissed, all that bullshit. They're free. They're getting, uh, I guess, no punishment about it. All I wanted to share with this thing. As if you're a listener and you don't know. Maybe you fucking do. You probably already do. Uh, I'm sure you guys are smart. Something I learned not too long ago. And I learned it because a friend of mine was going through some legal shit. And he was calling lawyers and asking for advice. Now, he didn't. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know the fucking law. He didn't know anything. So he's calling all kinds of people. Lawyers and trying to find out whatever he could. Now, one guy he talked to, he was like, you know, high, super high rated. Everyone was raving about the guy. Like, oh, he's the guy. You know, he's the one. And, uh, you know, he was a fucking, he was a DA and he was this and he was that and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, long uh, list of accomplishments. Compli Hold on. I can do it. Long list of accomplishments for this dude. And so, you know, well-respected lawyer, blah, 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 all that shit. He calls this dude. He goes, yeah, I can help you. Didn't even fucking tell him <laughs> what was going on. He just mentioned, you know, what kind of uh, case he had. And so he goes, uh, yeah, he goes, what uh, court are you going to? He tells him the court. He goes, wow, you just struck gold. And the guy goes, my, my buddy goes, what do you mean? Why? He goes, I happen to be very good friends with the head fucking guy in that court. You know, whoever runs that goddamn court, this guy knew him. He's like, he's a golfing buddy of mine. He goes, yeah, I can get this thing thrown out. He goes, trust me. He goes, but the thing is, we got to act fast. We got to do it quick. So if you want to, we can take care of it right away. But the, the but he's like, but the whole point is trying to get this thing taken care of before any paperwork gets filed. And when he tells me this, I'm like, fuck, dude. This is nuts. And he goes, oh, and then, you know, he was like, oh, how much? Oh, how much is this going to cost me? He's like, well, I don't talk money over the phone, but I'm expensive. <laughs> and so my buddy's like, oh, well, uh, you know, I kind of saw some other guy I was charging like 9,500, you know, pre-trial. He goes, well, I'm much more than that. It's like, fuck. Let's say the guy's like, like what? Let's say he's a <clears throat> 13 grand. 13 grand. 
let's just say that's what it takes to hire this fucking guy. And he says he can get you out of it. Of course, my buddy didn't want to go with him. But what I'm taking away from this whole thing is, oh, oh, I know that guy. You struck gold, which means to me, oh, yeah, I'm just going to pay this dude off and make it go away. That's what the whole thing seems to me. Now, you know you want, you've seen movies and TV shows where that seems to be the case, but this is like a real-life thing. You know, it's not just like, oh, hearsay or whatever. Like, this guy, he heard it from this guy. Like, it just seems to me, maybe it's not so cut and dry where it's like, well, maybe that's not really what he meant. But that's what I fucking got out of it. It seems to me, if you, if you have the right amount of money, you can make anything go away. You've seen it before. Come on. How many times have celebrities got out of everything? And so, you shouldn't be surprised is what I'm just telling you. If anybody, high fucking profile, if anyone gets off, you shouldn't be surprised. Because I believe, this is my little fucking conspiracy theory here. Maybe you fucking, maybe you know something about it. Maybe it's common knowledge and I'm just a retard. I believe that you give this guy 13 grand, he goes to the judge or whoever he's got to talk to, gives him a fat cut. Gives him five, six grand. Here, here you go. Take care of it. Paperwork was lost. You know, what do they fucking care? I don't know. That's the way it seems like it'd work. We gotta act quick before the paperwork gets filed. <laughs> it's really disgusting, actually. It's really fucking disgusting. If you got enough money, you can get out of it. Oh, fuck. All right. So, yeah, that was... <laughs> Stranger Danger. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Jim Morrison. Thank you. Uh, Oh, sports, everybody. It's time for sports. It's time for sports. Sports. Okay, sports. James, you never do sports segments. I know. But I got a few things I want to I want to get to about sports and the first one is the Winter Olympics are back soon and I think they're gay. James, they're very lovely. What about the figure skating? I think you just made my point. James, what about snowboarding? <laughs> you can't save yourself. Okay, yeah. The Olympics are fucking dumb in my opinion. I I don't like them. I don't like them. They're stupid. They're stupid. What's the point? I can do this thing better than you can. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't care about that. What I want to talk about is... uh Oh. It was a while back, but UFC. Silva. I know it's old news. But Silva... He sure... Snapped, didn't he? He snapped his leg in half. Oh, it was ugly if you didn't see it. It it was fucking gross. And all I want to tell you about this is this that Weidman, the guy who won, uh, by default, some would say, once again, hey, he's still not the champion because he didn't win fair and square. The first time, if you don't know, he fought Silva and he was fucking uh, Silva was fucking around, taunting him, put throwing his uh putting his hands down and putting his face out like, come on, I dare you to hit me. You know, doing that shit and uh, trying to bring the guy in so he can, you know, so he can pull the spider tricks on him. And the guy got a good punch in there and he knocked his ass out. So this one was like, oh, this is for real now. This is serious. 
And so uh, <laughs> the dude was, uh, Silva was going to s- kick this motherfucker in the leg and he puts his, uh, his knee up and he checks his kick and he snapped his bone. Done. Now people are like, well, it's not fair because what if his leg didn't break? He would have won. It's like, come on, dude. You know, this guy, it happened twice. <laughs> all right? Once, all right. Twice, I'm sorry, dude. Fucking around or you snapped your leg, you lost twice. It's over. The guy's the champ. But Gas Boy's all, dude, he won not a fucking one. It's like, why? The guy was dominating the shit out of him that first round. Yeah. Wrestlers always have the upper hand against jujitsu the first round. Then they finish it off later on in the fight. <laughs> so uh, Gaspoy seems to think, along with the other people, that uh, Silva would have won it. But I don't know. The guy's younger, stronger, looks like, looked like he was stronger. But uh, whatever. Okay, Rousey. Ronda, rowdy Ronda Rousey. I'm fucking tired of this bitch. She's got this attitude and a stupid look on her face. I'm just tired of her bullshit. Oh, man, I want her to lose so bad. And it's not because of that show they did. Uh, I don't even know what the show's called. It's like a show where they have, like, she has her team of fighters and the other broad. What the hell is her name? Cupcake. Horrible fucking fighting name. She has her team of fighters. And the whole thing, in my opinion, is, is just to get women to watch UFC more women because that like introduces like a dramatic oh my god there's drama they're fighting not fighting like you know physically they're fighting like oh they're yelling at each other and calling each other like a bitch and oh you're psycho and it's just turning to it's turning to wrestling WWF WWE whatever the fuck it is that's all it is the the whole sport is turning into like you know just drama stupid but Rousey, I just I'm tired of looking at her stupid fucking face. I wanted her to be to have her ass kicked, but it didn't happen. I'm getting upset. <laughs> and uh what's it called? The uh, last thing is this guy named Josh Barnett. I think that's his name. He fought. Me and Gasboy saw him at this uh fighting event that took place over here in uh in La Puente. We saw like a UFC type thing, MMA. It wasn't UFC, it was MMA. And when he was there and Josh was like, oh my gosh, Josh Burnett. I don't know who he was. And he's like, take a picture with me. And so they took a picture and the dude's like, he's a big dude. You know, he looks pretty fucking, pretty solid. He goes in the goddamn ring, this fight. First of all, he walks in like he's a psycho. He looks like a homicidal maniac the way he walks in. Like no emotion on his face. Just like dead eyed. And uh, he's, he's, he's got a horrible fucking fat body. He looks way out of shape. He does not look like he's a fighter. Looks like he just got off the couch eating a bucket of chicken and watching a sporting event. Like, oh yeah, I'll fight. <laughs> and he walked in. He walks in like he's a hard ass, like he's gonna kill everybody. He doesn't shake the guy's hand, like, oh fuck you. Then he winds up getting his his, <laughs> his head elbowed to death. I was like, God damn it. Fat buddy asshole. He just looked like he was way tougher than he actually put on. So uh and Gasboy assured me that he was just being too macho. And he wasn't defending himself as much as he should have. And the elbows got to him. But uh, that was a great night of fights if you saw it. It was awesome. And, I, and I'm glad that uh, I, I made my parents purchase it. <laughs> now we went halves. Okay, uh, next up, NFL, everybody. Whoa, 
Only four teams left. It's been good. It's been a good year. I've been enjoying the fantasy thing. It's all over now. I lost both my leagues. And what it comes down to is the final four teams. The Broncos versus the Patriots and the Seahawks versus the 49ers. Now, given the fact that my teams are out, not fantasy, I mean. I mean the teams I root for, which is the Raiders. Raiders are gay, James. No one likes the Raiders. They all wear makeup. <laughs> Look. This is my birthright, goddammit. Now, you know, hate it or love it, that's what I'm given. My, my father and I, we go, we go back. I, I got history. That's all I'm going to tell you. So the Raiders are out, of course. <laughs> they never had a chance. And then, oh, Lito's Chargers even. Lito's Chargers took, a, took an amazing turn. They, dude, they had, it was retarded. They had to win like three or four games in a row to get in the playoffs. And like four other teams had to lose. There was like no chance they were going to make it. And everything happened to their advantage. And they wound up getting in the playoffs. And then they just lost last week. But uh, for a while there, I was rooting. I was actually rooting for them. Now, I'm a Raider fan, but I'm not hardcore. Where it's like, no, fuck that. Like, I wanted to see the underdog take it. And they were the underdog like crazy. They're, they were like, the most underdog out of all of them. So I was like, well, fuck. That would be cool if they actually came up and took the whole thing. And uh, I would have been happy to see that. But I'm also glad that they lost <laughs> because of their Lido's uh, team. And I can't have that. But, you know, I was there for a little while. So, so here we go again. Like I said, we got Broncos, Patriots, Seahawks, and 49ers. Uh, I'll make this quick. I know if you hate sports, you don't want to hear this shit. But just give me, give me a chance. Um, this is going to be like the worst sport commentary. Because I don't really even know much to make comments. Except for who I do and don't like. Like I said, my teams are out. Oh, I didn't mention my other team. The Saints. They just lost it. They got out of the playoffs. I like the Saints. I like Breeze, but they're done. So uh, what we got left, like I said, I already told him a couple times. So let's go down the list. The 49ers and the Patriots, I'm going to put them in the same category where I don't want them to win. You know why? Because the quarterbacks are both fucking douchebags. That's right. Tom Brady and, well, the other guy, they're, they're both great You know, great quarterbacks in their own right. But Tom, Tom Brady is, you know, one of the fucking all-time greats. But he's still a douchebag. All right? He's always like, hey, high five, everybody, high five. And they all leave him hanging. What does that say about your quarterback if you put your hand up in the air for, for them to slap your hand and they all fucking dog him? All right, he can get you next time. He's just a douchebag, you know? And, and his fucking commercials he's in, he, he just, ah. He's overstaying his welcome. Kaepernick is a major douchebag. I don't like looking at the fucking guy. He's always kissing his goddamn biceps. Fuck that guy. He's even in he's even he's even in ads where he's like butt naked. Come on, dude. Have some goddamn respect. These fucking cocky guys. He's like super goddamn cocky too. It's annoying. He's got that ugly fucking hat he wears when he's on the sidelines. You know, the hip hop style. He just everything about this guy annoys me. He's he's annoying as shit. So I can't be behind that team. I actually like the 49ers, but I don't anymore because of him. So I can't root for him. Sorry, Robert. But uh, I, had to, I, have to go I had to go back on my little promise that I was going to root for the 49ers. <laughs> I just can't do it. So those two teams, for me, I don't want them to win. 
Plus, uh, you know, Patriots have had enough. They've, they've had it too many times. They don't need any another one. The Seahawks have never won. But that whole thing annoys me too. The 12th man. Oh, the 12th man. They're so loud. Shut the fuck up. But mostly, I just don't care about their quarterback, Wilson. He just seems like he has no personality to me. He's like, he's just fucking dead faced. He annoys me. (laughs) To me, he's not really likable. I don't know. There's just something about him I don't like. He is quiet, which I do like about. Like, he doesn't talk any shit. doesn't seem like. But he's just, uh, I don't know, he's got that weird personality where it's like, there's nothing really likable about him, in my opinion. So, so last but not least, and by default, Manning. Peyton Manning and the Broncos. I guess I got to root for them because he is the uh, next underdog. He's old. He had a neck injury. They were calling it, you know, last year he's fucking done. He's not going to have any more years out of him. The Colts even cut him. Like, fuck this guy. And look what he does. He has a record-breaking year, shattering all kinds of records, you know, his own record. Everybody's records are getting killed. And so now he's going to be up against Manny, or uh, sorry, Brady, who always kicks his ass, apparently, to the, into the stats. They always win. So I'm going, for, uh, I'm going for Manning. He's got to take it all. He's got to say fuck you to the people, to the hot shots that cut him, that said he was no good. He's too old. He's uh, injured. He's not going to do shit. I would, I would love to see him win the Super Bowl and be like, ah, fuck you, Colts. Look what you did. <laughs> Look what I got. That would be fun to see that happen. So for that reason, I got it. You know, just as a big fuck you, I got to see, see Manning. And he's old, man. Just give him one more. Let him go out on top. Uh, that, would be, that would be cool to see that. So, yeah, that's my pick. And uh, one more thing, kind of related. I've heard a lot of shit about steroids or muscle or muscle enhancements, all that shit. A-Rod from the baseball thing. It's all coming up again. And people like, you know, are, are shattering records. Like I just said, Manning. Well, Manning thing is because of like new rules too. Uh, anyway, I think there should be a definer here. This is going to shut everybody up. And it'd be like, all right, shut the fuck up. You can't say anything from now on. Here's my solution to muscle enhancers, to steroids, to just being physically fit and being aware of everything, having better uh, equipment to play with, blah, 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 blah. Here's how you define it. You go to a certain year in history and you just fucking draw the line. And before that, just like comic books, the old timers, the old guys, you know, the guys that were, the, that were just hitting the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Real fucking hard-hitting real football. That was the golden age. You draw it there. Here's the stats. Here's the records for that time and that era. You don't compare the two because you can't compare the two. Overall, have fun. Compare the two if you want all day long. Wow, he beat a record that wasn't, uh, that wasn't beaten for over 70 years. You know? Like, uh, the, like the, what was it called? The longest field goal was just beat. This season, I think, 65 yards. But it's like, you know, the ball is probably made of better material, the fucking blah, 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 whatever you want to say. All these little goddamn factors involved. There should just be ages, you know, like comic books, the golden age, the silver age, the bronze age. This should be like that in football. Like, here's where muscle enhancers began. From here on, 
These are different stats. Leave Mark McGuire in there. Leave fucking Barry Bonds. But you're in a whole different, uh, whole different era here. May look down upon, but that's the reality. So that's my fucking thing. All right. Everybody would shut up and, <laughs> and problems would be solved. Okay. I think that with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the shit. And I have to end it with starting with, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's, I fancy that. Oh boy, fancy times, everybody. Here we go. First one, I fancy my little girl, Jasmine. Oh, James, that's so sweet. (laughs) It is, isn't it? I'm a wonderful father. Not what I fancy. <clears throat> what I fancy is when you have kids, there's no telling how they're going to turn out, what uh, personality traits each one is going to incorporate from you and the mother. And so, if any, now there's got to be some, right? So you don't know, uh, you know how they're going to be. And so I like seeing, <laughs> she does like these little goofy impressions. She does little voices and like, <laughs> she'll tell me a story from something that happened at school and she'll be like well yeah so I was at school daddy and the teacher he said to this other guy like oh excuse me sir you're gonna have to move your car and she'll do the she'll do the face and the voice and I start laughing and it's like god damn that's fucking funny that's like I, I just I love that shit that she she got that shit from me and she's gonna she's gonna carry it on <laughs> James are you saying you like it because it's you like seeing yourself. I was like, no, 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 it's not about that. I got that shit from my dad. He does his stupid voices. He does his dumb faces, and uh, it's just no, no. With the storytelling, it just makes it more interesting to me. And I don't even realize I did it for a while, and then people would be like, oh, "You and your voices," and it's like, holy fuck, I do, I do do voices, and uh, I never really paid attention to just how my dad did it, and so that's just how I started doing it. And it's cool to see that with her, how she just like adopted that on her own too. And uh, it just, I get a kick out of it. It's really funny. It's very charming and uh, endearing. And <laughs> it's, it's cute as fuck, actually. And uh, I fancy that. And the next thing I fancy is I just saw this a couple nights ago. It's called, you probably have seen it. It's all over the internet. And uh, it's called the Devil Baby Prank. It's hilarious. These dudes put together, they got a stroller. That's a great fucking idea. They got a stroller and they built a mechanical baby in the stroller. So, and this thing looks like a like a Chucky style face, but it's got like, dude, the face is very animated. They have a remote control and like the baby's in the, in the stroller and, and they can control the stroller too. So it's like, rolling down the sidewalk by itself and you just hear like a baby crying and so like the baby's covered with blankets and when people go up to the stroller to like to check on the baby because it's like a a stroller by itself and there's a baby crying like it's rolling towards the street then the people go to check on the baby and the fucking thing sits up real fast and goes like (laughs) and it's like demonic looking it's so goddamn funny and everybody freaks out and jumps up and like literally jumps up out of like 
jumps in the ground, and the thing's just going crazy in the stroller. Like the head's shaking, the arms are going up in the air. It's fucking awesome. And they just keep freaking people out. And then at one point, it's like spewing like vomit out of its mouth, projectile vomit. It's the best thing you've ever seen. I love, I love those uh, pranks when they scare people, and especially that one because of how much detail they put in that baby. And like the extent at which they wanted to get people, it was fucking great. It's the best pro- It's the best thing I've ever seen when it comes to like pranking someone. It's fucking great. So I strongly recommend checking that one out. And uh, so yeah, my kid being silly and doing impressions and the voices, and uh, the devil baby scaring the shit out of people in New York City. <laughs> I fancy that. All right, and now. It's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moments. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yes. All right. Fuck you moments. First one I got. This is going to be a <laughs> this can be a dumb one. You didn't think I'm a big fag when you hear this, but uh, it means something to me. <laughs> So uh, after work, when I get out, sometimes I'm really tired, especially if I didn't get too much sleep. Like I'm not going to tonight because I'm up too fucking late doing this thing. Uh, I go to Starbucks. Yep. I become that guy, the Starbucks guy. I was always against Starbucks for a while until my wife got me into it. So uh, yeah, I'll go. I will frequent the establishment and I'll get the biggest goddamn bastard they got. It's called a Trenta. It's a huge iced coffee. It's huge. And if you get... An iced coffee, they don't charge you extra for soy. All right? Any other drink you get, they charge you extra for the soy. But so, uh, it never fucking fails. Whenever I order the drink, uh, I go to the window. If it's a guy, it's always the wrong price. They always charge me the 60 cents. Never fucking fails. The women, for some reason are better employees. What does that say? Women are better? Overall? Mm, possibly. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say they actually fucking pay attention to what they're doing more than guys do. I don't know. It's not even the same guy. It's different employees. But every time I go to the window, it's like always more money than it should be. And it's like, did you charge me for the soy? Oh, what? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's, it gets me wondering, do they just do that and like pocket the extra 60 cents? And <laughs> You know, if you do it all day long, it should add up to some serious, uh, some serious coinage. No, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why they can't get the shit right. And yes, and it is frustrating because it's 60 cents. Let's say I said nothing every time. How much would that add up to? Add up to? How much? Is it worth bitching about? Oh, just fucking pay it, man. Don't worry about it. I know. I hate being that guy. Oh, are you sure that you... Did you charge me for the soy? <laughs> this one dude looks annoyed whenever I fucking ask him. But it's like, dude, come on. How many times I got to remind you about this shit? I don't go there every day. But I go there enough where the guy, like, will, like you know, he notices who I am. He should have it in his head by now. Oh, fuck. Did I charge for soy? Oh, I did. So I better take it out before he bitches at me. Uh, 
So yeah, not being a good employee and following your goddamn policies and procedures, fuck you. And next up, I posted recently on my private Facebook account that Tyson Chicken uh, recently, uh, what was her thing they did? <laughs> it came up with something else, but uh, Foster Farms had like a cockroach infestation and had one of their plants shut down. And then uh, Tyson, oh, I think they had like a bunch of shit recalled because of salmonella poisoning or some shit. So uh, Felipe Fail, who's been on the show plenty of times, posted a link about Tyson chicken abusing the fuck out of their animals, which I'm sure happens at most of these food places, whatever you want to call them, the, the, the animals, the pigs and the cows and the chickens. I'm sure it happens to more than... than uh, more than none. So, you've seen the videos, right? You know, of the abuse to these animals. So, Fail posted one about the pigs. It's fucking... It's very disturbing to watch. Alright? You gotta be one sick, cold-hearted fuck to do to these animals what these people are doing. I, I don't get it. I can never do it. You know what I mean? They're, they're picking up baby piglets... By the back legs, the hind legs, first they're chopping off their tails and they're freak, the pigs are freaking out. Then they slam them on their heads using their hind legs and, and they're just like twitching and squirming. It's like, what, what the fuck? What are you doing? It's horrible, dude. And they're, and they're just beating the shit out of pregnant pigs, like kicking them. Ugh. And they're, and they're punching the fucking animals in the head. Why? Why? The whole thing is brutal. They shove all these animals in these little tiny pens. Chickens also, where their legs get deformed. And, they, you know, just the more the fucking, the more chickens I can shove in there, the more money I'll make. And, you know, some people can look at it like, well, they're just animals. You know, they're, they're just going to be turning the food anyway. That's what they're fucking for. I don't know, man. It just seems wrong. I don't know. Like, uh, you see those, like, the, those free-range chickens, right? The ones that are able to run around and shit. Why are their eggs brown? And the other ones are white. That's a huge difference. Why is that? I'm too dumb to know, or I just don't fucking know the information. Why? That's a significant difference. Why? Because they're able to walk around? It's a whole fucking different color. Not just a, like a slightly different shade. It's a whole different color. <laughs> it looks like a big deal. It just seems wrong. I, I Shove all these animals. Can you imagine living like that? Living in a fucking box where your ass is touching the back of it and your head is sticking out the front of it and your legs and your arms are just, you know, you're, they're crumbled up underneath you. You can't even move. And they're just fattening you up, feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. And then once you're, I mean, once you're fucking fat and plump and ready to go, then they torture you pretty much and beat the shit out of you. God damn. I don't get it. I don't get it. Just uh, owning the place, I would, I would feel horrible. I'd like to see the things, even if I knew they were going to be killed, you know? I'd like to see them running around outside 
then I would feel proud of what I was fucking doing. How could you go there? Oh my God. You got, yeah, you, you got to be some, just some money hungry fuck. All right. That means more money for me. Uh, it's, it's horrible. So I know I'm on my soapbox again. Sorry, but uh, just watch those videos. And, and, and uh, if you got a goddamn <laughs> half a heart, you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. So, so all that and the guy that, that charges me for extra for my soy. <laughs> After all that, it seems like a, I seem like a giant cunt bringing up the other. What about my 60 cents for my soy? <laughs> yeah, put those two together. That's a great pairing, huh? The abuse of animals and the horrible treatment of wearing their <laughs> when they're on the farms and charging me 60 cents for my soy. <laughs> Fuck, you. Fuck you. All right. And that's going to do it, boys and girls. That's the end. Uh, if you don't care anymore, you can turn it off. But if you'd like to hear a little thing I want to do here at the end, you can keep uh, you can keep tuning in, I suppose. So recently, my grandfather passed away. That's why I didn't do a show last week. Uh, we had the funeral last Thursday. And... You know, I wasn't, it is a sad thing. Uh, it's always, I mean, it's sad anytime when your family members or friends passes away. But, but I, you know, I, it didn't hit me too hard because for one, we kind of saw it coming. This time when I got the call, oh, your grandfather's in the hospital. I just had this feeling like, well, I think this is the last time. I don't think he's going to come out this time. You know, but he wasn't like in, in, he didn't have like cancer or, you know, like this thing eating away at him or whatever. He he had diabetes, but he was in great fucking shape considering, considering the diabetes and his age. I think he was 82. Considering that, like he was in perfect shape. Every time he went to the doctor, he would complain. Like the reason he'd go in is because he'd say he was weak all the time. I feel weak. I feel weak. And they would always check him out, do the test and say, there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfectly fine considering and so he would this has been happening for like the last couple of years he keeps going you go in and yeah uh, you know and i i believe he just had like a serious broken heart over the, the passing of my grandmother who went uh, about seven years ago hers was much more it was actually very shocking no one saw it coming she was uh sick and then you know just Something with her heart gave out, and then boom, done. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about that one. That was before the podcast. Uh, real quick, I was living there, and Chuby actually knocked on my door. It was like four in the fucking three in the morning. I opened the door, and I see like red lights bouncing off the walls in the backyard, and then it's like, what's going on? Grandma, grandma. So I, I go in the house, and they're all, you know, they're, the paramedics are working on her. I walk in the garage or the kitchen and my uncle and my grandfather are there and, and the look on his face, I'll never forget it. He just looked like he's seen a ghost, you know, like he's just like, oh, fuck, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to do? He looked kind of hopeless and it took her away and she wound up, yeah, she wound up going then and there. Uh, so ever since then, this guy's never been the same. And, you know, I can't blame him. They're, they're together for Shit, 60 years or something, I don't know, something crazy. But never been the same. 
they got him a puppy, Chico, Chico. And that lightened him up a little bit, but he was always very sad all the time. Uh, basically, I mean, he, he, was a, he was a great guy. He was a fucking great guy. He, he was, you know, he was like the quintessential grandfather. You know, they both were. My grandmother was happy as shit all the time. And even if she was like mad at my grandpa, you know, for uh, whatever they're like getting in an argument, you could see her like walking away, kind of like angry, like, ah. like she would see me or whoever, and instantly a smile. Oh hi, mijo! Happy to see you. Every fucking time, happy to see you. You know, super positive, always a smile on her face. Uh, and I think that being ripped out of his life, you know, that was his fucking. That was that was her. She was it. So that being gone. You know, that would that just changed him. And uh, I think, I really think he died of a broken heart. He just couldn't, he couldn't handle it no more. He was just done. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss the guy. He, he pretty much helped raise me. He was a good man. He was old school. And, you know, that's, there's not any, fuck, I don't know anyone else. I don't know anyone else like that, like him, that had the, the, the morals and the qualities from that era. You know, it's a whole different time. I have, you have respect. Just the respect, dude. The respect is is unparalleled. You know, back then, especially how you talk to them. You know, you fuck with them and stuff. But there was always that line you never crossed. And uh, yeah, the guy liked telling stories. Yeah, he loved telling stories. He loved talking about the old days. Yeah, you know, I. If I ever, the, the last few years, I knew uh, I, I wouldn't have him around too much longer. So I would just purposely, if I had the time, I would just sit there and ask him about something from the past. And he would just go on. He loved it. And I, I loved hearing those stories. You know, he'd be like, yeah, so I'd be like, hey, grandpa, uh, you know what? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, 1960 something. What, what, what happened? Oh, let me tell you. In that year, I was working uh, on this job in Orange County. And it was, it was probably about 1962. And, uh, you know, no, no, it was 1963. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in them days, you know, it was nothing but fields around here. Only walnut orchards and orange groves. And there was no police around anywhere. You can drive. I used to hot rod in the fields on the dirt roads and go, you know, just be speeding. There was no police. There, the police that were around here were from Los Angeles. And they, and they patrolled all the way to like Walnut area. And so you can pretty much do whatever. So anyway, uh, you know what? It was 1962 because that's the year that Ford released those headlights. <laughs> that's how it was. And it was fucking great. A different time. Let me tell you something about this guy. He knew the guy that opened the first In-N-Out. Him and his buddy would go down there into Baldwin Park. There were young kids riding their bikes. And uh, I think the guy's name was, uh, what the fuck was his name? Harry or something. And then he would tell him, Oh, well, you know, I sure like to give me, give me a cheeseburger, uh, but I don't have enough. And the guy would tell him, Oh, that's all right. I'll go, I'll go ahead and give you a cheeseburger, fries, and a drink. You pay me 
when you have it. Oh, gee, thank you. Okay. Oh, what about, uh, what about my buddy over here too? Because you know he's kind of he's hungry too. All right, don't worry about it. Two burgers, two fries, and two drinks coming right up. You pay me when you can. What the fuck? When is that ever going to happen again? <laughs> that that shit was awesome, dude. The original In-N-Out guy hooking up my grandpa on fucking credit. You pay me when you can pay me. That's the kind of era this guy came from. You know, that's where he came. The 50s is, it was his fucking love. He loved all the music. He loved that era. He loved the cars, you know. This guy could tell you every fucking detail about something up until 19, like, 70s. After that, his memory stopped. But, like, he can tell he, he can tell you any fucking pinpoint in history. Hey, Grandpa, this and this and that. Oh, that happened in 1957. I had this kind of car. I was on this kind of job. He did construction. That's the other thing. This guy, this guy helped build. He, he helped build California. You know, a bunch of shit. He helped build it. You took a drive with this guy. Mijo, see that school? I helped build that school. We put in an Olympic-sized pool. I know that school over there. Ridiculous. The shit this guy accomplished and what he can look back on. The shit that he, his life's work, what he, what he, what could be shown for it. You know? That's awesome. But, you know, the guy was kind of an ass when we were young kids. <laughs> In the sense where it'd be like, Hey, you guys, don't play on the grass! You know? You're gonna kill the grass! He just wanted his grass to be nice. He'd come home from work and he'd seen us fucking up the grass. He wanted his plants and his grass to be nice. And if you broke his plants, and if you fucking, if, if the grass looks like it's dying, you know, don't go around this guy because he, he'll give you an earful. Get off the grass. When we were young kids, like, oh man, just let us play. <laughs> but growing up, you know, you, you realize that, uh, you know, he was, it's probably like kind of like, you know, grouchy old man. But when you grow when you grow up, you realize this guy, you know, he was full of love. He loved the fuck out of his family. He provided as much as he could for everybody. He did everything he could for everyone that he could. Just like my grandmother, no matter who you brought around, he treated them with respect. He treated them like they were part of the fucking family. They offered them food. Ridiculous. You know, those people are not around no more. Fucking treated my, my friends like they were part of the family. It was just, you know, I can't say enough about the guy. He's gone, but, uh, you know, it, doesn't, it didn't hurt me too much because uh, I saw that he was in pain about my grandmother. And it's like, all right, man, you, you've, you've had a long life. You've, uh, you've been around. You've helped, you've helped us all out. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got, you got, my, <laughs> yeah, you got my permission. No, I'm just, uh, I'm okay with it. So, uh. I want to share with you a couple quotes that uh, I'll never forget that this guy this guy would say. This guy, I keep saying. My my uh, my grandfather. So uh, my favorite ones is uh, one of them. I don't like the Beatles. They ruined the world. <laughs> Another one is uh, a lot of stuff about music. You know, those Bee Gees, I don't like them. They sound like alley cats. <laughs> you know the Bee Gees, right? If you're not on the BJs, you look him up and you'll know exactly what he's talking about. Another one is uh, I be I was in the car with him and we were driving 
we're, we were in a, a, a parking lot of, of a store and he, there was just a lot of traffic. He couldn't get out of the parking lot. And so he's like, <laughs> every time I'm trying to get out of somewhere and there's too many cars coming, I think of this in my head every time. He goes, just give me a chance. Just let me go. Give me a chance. <laughs> so now every time I'm waiting to leave and I can't leave, it's always, just give me a chance. So yeah, uh, there you go. That's my grandfather. He was, uh, he was cool as fuck. Old school. Full of love. And uh, they're not, they don't make them like that no more. So, yeah, he's, uh, he was all about, uh, you know, In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger. So I'll have In-N-Out, another In-N-Out this fuck. We had, me and my, uh, my cousin Monkey <gasps> and Chuby, we went and had uh, some In-N-Out uh, in his honor the day he passed. And, uh, and yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to do that shit again this weekend. Every time I go, every time I go there, I'm gonna fucking think of that guy. So, and that's that's a great memory to have. So, so look at you, Grandpa, wherever you are, wherever you are, wherever you wound up. I love you. Thank you. I'm gonna miss the shit out of you. Hopefully, I don't know what happens after we all pass away. Uh, no idea. But hopefully, somewhere, somehow. Him and my grandma are out there sitting in their chairs like they used to outside in the warm, in the warm weather, drinking a Diet Coke, listening to Rancheras. Radrinchito, mangos tomas. <laughs> I hear that fucking thing all the time. Hopefully they're out there listening to that Spanish music and enjoying themselves. So in honor of him, I'm going to close the show out. I'm going to play, I don't know what his favorite song was. I'm just going to go ahead and play, uh, you know, one of the Vicente Fernandez. Gente, gente. I'm going to play one of those in honor of my grandfather. So I'll, I'll take it out in that way. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay dangerous, my friends. Here you go, Grandpa. This one's for you. Además, un buen amor que mil costales de oro. Vale más un buen amor, por eso eres mi tesoro. Valgo mucho junto a ti y soy muy feliz contigo. Vales mucho. Para mí, con el corazón te digo, olvidemos el pasado y lo que diga la gente. La verdad es que te amo y me amas para siempre. Olvidemos el pasado. Y vivamos el presente, lo que importa es que me amas y te amo para siempre.
vale mucho un gran amor que en el perdón ha crecido hoy sé que el llanto sirvió para reforzar el nido olvidemos el pasado y lo que diga la gente lo que importa es que te amo y me amas para siempre olvidemos el pasado y vivamos el presente lo que importa es que me amas y te amo para siempre.